and welcome to the Metaspiritualist May Energy Forecast Report with Shea the Indigo. For this month, we will be looking at the energy that we are coming out of with such a powerful supermoon that we just experienced on April 26th. The new moon is coming in on May 11th in Taurus, which we will be in the comfort of Taurus's sun. We will be expected to experience some new beginnings, so take a listen. The Metaspiritualist is guided by the creator of the universe through prayer, meditation, and sound healing. Welcome, Shaya the Indigo. So we are going to go ahead and get into this May energy forecast for the month of May, which is my birthday. (laughs) Yeah. What day is it? The 15th. Okay. And I I will be on the self-realization of a goddess retreat with Kamisha, AKA Blackfire. And I get crowned on my birthday. Mm. Look at, look at the universe. That's beautiful. I love it. You deserve all that. Girl, I'm trying. I'm, um, I just want to be happy and want, want my people to be happy, you know? Well, we, we getting there. We getting there. You getting there. It's the universe just putting us, it's making us put in work. You know what I mean? Like real work and not just physical work, not just mental work, but it's emotional. It's mental. It's Mm -hmm. all that. Yeah. And it's so funny because I always say <laughs> I, I got what I call Shayisms, right? <laughs> okay. And Good. one Shayism of mine <laughs> that I always say at some point these Shayisms catch up with me to where it has to apply to myself, which that's how it should be, anyways. But dang, like one of them that I always say is there are no shortcuts to self mastery. Mm. And if I didn't have to eat those words over this new full moon, I mean, I had to eat them and really apply that and realize there are no shortcuts to this thing. We have to really put in the work because I don't know where the universe is taking us, but I've been taking it as like, it's been hard on me. Like the Mm -hmm. universe has been so hard on me. And this applies to a lot of people, you know, of course, the planetary shifts that's been going on affects different signs, different ways. And I'm a Scorpio rising. Mm -hmm. And of course, that means it's in my first house. And Pluto is right at home in Scorpio. This is my chart. My Pluto is right at home in Scorpio. And right after, like the day after that full moon, Pluto went retrograde. You know what? I saw your post. You shared um, Crystal Neath. She had Mm -hmm. talked about last year with Pluto being in retrograde. And here we are again. So what does that mean? That tripped me out. Have you you done some research on that yet? No. When I shared it and, and I said, that's weird. That blew my mind because I noticed that another time, but it was, um, I don't remember which shift it was. Or I don't even remember what month it was, but it was the same thing. It was um, like a new moon in a certain sign that was in the exact same position last year. Mm-hmm. But 
the key to it, I know, is the 12 months, you know, and the, so that's the three. So it's full alignment. That's like a, a total completion of something. So, but as we know, since we're talking about completion and we could go ahead and say we're jumping into it now officially yeah. because that's what this full moon really did emphasize is completion of things. And we talked about that in last month's podcast about the number nine and that's the number of completion. Mm-hmm. And what's crazy about that is the whole time this full moon was building up, I was seeing nine, nine, nine everywhere. And I'm still seeing it everywhere. Oh, yo, I saw nine, nine, nine on the way to the airport this morning. It was literally like these 20 foot size nine, nine, nine on the corner. Girl. Yeah. So when I seen it, it was exact in, in the post. I don't know if you've seen it, but it's a screenshot of um, the new moon. I mean, why do I keep saying it? The full moon. And at the top, it was like it was ninety nine point nine percent in full moon. <laughs> so crazy. that was crazy for me just because, you know, of course, the whole entire time it wasn't at ninety nine point nine. But when I looked at that app, it was at 99.9% full. And I had already been seeing the number 999 a lot anyways. And it just goes way too well with the planetary shifts. Um, The day that the full moon was, May 27th, that whole entire date adds up. Oh, you mean April April 27th? No, no. uh, Yeah, yeah, April 27th. So the 27th is nine by itself. Mm -hmm. And then numerology wise, if you add four for April, then 27 and 2021, it eventually breaks down to nine still. Okay. So when I seen it, I was shopping and this is at a store that uh, I love going to, but I rarely can get to it because it's kind of far out. And I was in line. I was at the checkout. I'm getting ready to swipe my card. Right. And I turned, this sign was behind me. And not only was it behind me, but it was behind me. And it was like way like close to the back, back, back of the building. But it was in between two structures of stuff, like Mm -hmm. just, you know, products or whatever. And so all, it was the weirdest thing for me to even turn around and see it. But when I turned around, it was just like you said, in huge, like this big, size font 999 Mm -hmm. and it was directly in between these two structures like it was just tucked right there and like I said it was behind me and not only was it behind me but it was behind me and far back so I had to have turn around and just look and saw it and because they were so big I was like wow like in your it was in your face like you're going to, you, you can't, you couldn't do anything but help to notice. Right. And Dang. that number was so loud and clear that day. And girl. So what, what know, does nine, what does nine, nine, nine mean again? Did endings. You, In general, okay. So we're still the endings. It's endings. It's death. That's the, you know what I mean? That's. Um, what I was getting to was death is always followed by 
a rebirth of some sort. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to show you uh, one of my tarot cards. I'm going to show you the death card. And I love the way that they illustrated it on this deck. It's called the Light Sears deck. Mm -hmm. And uh, Crystal Neath, shout out to her. She's the um, tarot reader that actually told me about this deck too. But um, I was thinking about reaching out to her to see if she want to be on the show. Oh, yeah, she will be. Um, I know she'll be up to it. She's been going through a lot, too. I think her moon is uh, in Scorpio. I know she's a Sagittarius, but I think her moon is in Scorpio. And mm-hmm. when I posted that status, I said, Scorpio moon and risings, are y'all OK? She said, <laughs> no. <laughs> Like, it was a I need very to, stern I need to go back to my chart and see. I know my rising is a, a Libra in Libra. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that, you and um, you and I have the same moon, Sagittarius. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Everybody that I really, really click with very well, I end up finding out we have the same moon. Is something I've been noticing lately about people I'm connected with. Uh, I got some cards. I'm sorry. I got some cards that's like stuck in this box. Okay. But I'm going to show you the death card. In the original tarot deck, of course, the death card looks totally different. But um, people always get so scared if, when I do readings for them and I pull the death card. They're like, oh my God, that's bad. But it's <laughs> from this deck, the way that they illustrated it, they took away that. Um, fear factor of the death card here it is so it says death and rebirth okay death and rebirth it's not just death (laughs) it's a rebirth you know so it's a new beginning of something the new beginning is actually where 10 will come in uh because one is beginnings nine is completion 10 is new beginnings so but fast forward from that full moon to May, because this is the May podcast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I had to put a lot of emphasis on last month just because everything, all of the shifts that happened last month is playing a big role for this month and is going to for the rest of 2021 for everybody, every sign. Okay. Um, But this month coming up, today is May 1st, and May 1st, numerology-wise, that date today, 2021, it ends up breaking down to the number 11. Which is a mastery number. Right. And I'm going to read some things uh, from my numerology book that is like my Bible just about for numerology of the number 11. And then um, the new moon, there's going to be a new moon this month in Taurus, while the sun is already in Taurus, and the new moon is going to be on the 11th as well. That's not a coincidence. So. Wow. I'll be um, leaving May 12th to go on the retreat. So. So. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm excited to see what that week is going to bring actually yeah on the 11th that day before i would especially with you being a taurus on top of that i would meditate so deeply i would take um 
do like some type of cleansing ritual for yourself or a cleansing bath, you know, something like that. So that when you go there, you're fully open to receive. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause I re- I've already told Kamisha, I said, I am, I'm not bringing my laptop. I wasn't supposed to bring my laptop on this trip, but I didn't get to do some work yesterday that I need to have done before Monday. Um, mm-hmm. But um, when I go on this, this is my first time going on a spiritual retreat. So I'm unplugged. I'm going to delete the social media apps off my phone for that week. Yes. Yes. That's the best thing to do. And you're going to come back probably a whole different person. Uh oh. <laughs> is that good or bad? <laughs> yes, of course. In a good way. Is it, is it, a, is it just a women's retreat or mm-hmm. just a spiritual? Oh, yeah. Jealous, yeah, there's uh five. There's five of us going. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's cool, girl. I'm jealous, man. <laughs> well, you should go. You should go one year. I I definitely will. I've been looking for something like that. If I had known about it, I would have been going there for my well, summer I'm a, trip. I'm gonna keep you posted because I'm on her newsletter. So okay, I'll keep you Please posted. Do. Because next year when these kids are gone to their daddy, honey, I'm going. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and we got oh to take Ebony too. Ebony's coming yeah. with you. Yeah. Yeah. Best friend got to come too. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So um, the Taurus energy, I don't know which houses it's going to be in. I didn't want to make this too long and um complicated so i like to try to do the astrology portion of it all as found just the foundational the fundamental facts of it so it's easy to um digest but so the number 11 is the big factor here and we got to think about like i said we have to think about the shift that just took place already so because of that Scorpio full moon this was endings of a lot of different things but it was all things emotional that's what made it so raw for so many because Scorpio is so raw and deep Mm um I remember watching the video on YouTube uh of this lady she described water signs in each each sign and she just gave like a different breakdown for each one and for cancer she said cancer is the ocean that was it for cancer and then she said pisces is all the little ecosystems and life forms down there in the ocean and then she said scorpio is the deepest darkest part of the ocean it's like the bottom it's dark down there Mm -hmm. and it's still water so it's emotional it's emotional in the most deep most intense way and the number nine too that plays such a big role in that um shift which was just perfect alignment um nine's zodiac equivalent is actually scorpio and so both energies, the energy of the number nine and the energy of Scorpio, their middle name is intense. So (laughs) 
this was intensely emotional. And anytime you get around a Scorpio, they are going to, they're perfectly okay with talking about emotional things in the deepest ways, in the darkest parts of ourselves that we don't really tap into that often because it's so pushed back. It's so deep. You know, it's literally the bottom of the ocean. It's the rawest, deepest part of yourself Mm -hmm. in an intensely emotional way. So um, with the nine also being such a huge factor in that shift, a lot of breakups happen a lot because this is emotional endings, right? Mm -hmm. So that's why a lot of relationships probably ended during that time. But these are endings, like I said, death is actually the process of rebirth Mm -hmm. so these were breakups that are supposed to happen there was too many of us that was their relationships that we there was no reason for us to be in that relationship anymore it no longer served our spirit and our purpose and that moon was going to force us to face that Mm -hmm. and the ending of it was inevitable now let me ask you a question what about the people who um maybe knew they should have ended something so that they can open up, you know, the room for the new beginning and they didn't, they're still in it. If they're still in it is at some point, I don't know with the moon, the way it is, because these shifts, you know, don't just happen on one day. And that's just the energy for that day. Mm -hmm. This energy, this type of energy lasts for a while. So those end, if they're still in it, it's still probably going to end at some point very soon or mentally they've already left. How many relationships we know or even marriages or long term relationships have we been in or, you know, friends that you know of that they were mentally been left a relationship before they physically did it, mm-hmm. you know. So it could be a realization of, yeah, this is not this isn't going to last. Even if they're physically in it, they probably have checked out mentally because you're that moon. Like I said, it forced you to emotionally face some things that we probably weren't facing. Mm -hmm. So if they're still in it, either they mentally left it already, or it's going to still crumble at some point here very shortly. But like you said, it's still an ending that is meant to open up a door for new that's coming in. And the new that's coming in is so beautiful. Um, If I could break down all of the planets and, (laughs) you know, if we had time for that, a lot of people would be more at ease from the rawness of that moon because it really was to illuminate some things mm-hmm. and I'm using that word because that brings us back to May and 11 so 11 I like to call it you know it is illumination that is the aha that is the alignment that is the universe letting you know you're on the right track you're on the right path um, like you said it's a master number And in numerology in general, a lot of people consider it a portal because when you start seeing 1111 and 111, which we're going to be seeing that number a lot because of this new moon that's coming up and because of the energy of May 1st, 
that leads up to the new moon on May 11th, which is only a 10-day span, which is still the number one, right? So that's illumination of a lot of different things that shows you that you're on the right path. It shows you that you're manifesting whatever you think about, whatever you're focused on, whatever you are giving your energy to, whether it's good or bad, is going to manifest. That is the power, the energy, and the essence of the number 11. And that's the numerology portion of it. But again, we have to zone in on the double Taurus energy. Mm -hmm. I'm excited about that. Me too. I'm a Pisces and Taurus, <laughs> listen, Taurus energy, I, y'all don't even know how earth energy is for us. And that's my favorite earth sign is Taurus. Aw, that makes me feel special. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's really true because, you know, if you see like I just got a plant today and um, you really get to when you when you play in the earth and I'm just emphasizing that earth energy because it is Taurus season. Um, I like the combination of the earth and water that has to work together for this life to last. Right. Mm-hmm. So that's why Taurus season is heaven for me. Mm-hmm. Like, I'd it's be like, yes. It's interesting that you say that because when I got here, um, my best friend, where she lives, there was a young lady who was out in front of her uh, her house, um, mm-hmm. repotting a tree, like a a little tree, and mm-hmm. my my girlfriend goes, I was just thinking I needed to repot some of my plants. And I was wondering where I was going to do it. And so now I'm going to do it in front of my house. There you go. See, and that that's not a coincidence. No. You know what I mean? It's an earth. It's an earth energy month, earth season, Taurus season. Girl, I, I love it. That's probably my favorite time of the year because Taurus energy is all about comfort. That's why I love Tauruses so much. They feed you good. They make your soul feel good. They're not even <laughs> going to just feed you. They're going to feed you soul food, mm-hmm. you know? <laughs> they like blankets that's fluffy and pillows that have fur on it. And, you know, <laughs> they make you feel good and comfortable. Mm-hmm. So I love that energy. And um, the number 11, so... The thing about it is the new moon being in Taurus, while the sun is already in Taurus, that's going to activate a lot of us um, ambitiously too, because earth energy is all about the money, okay? And even in tarot, you know, you have the wands, that's fire, then you have the cups, that's water, then you have the pinnacles, the coins the money that's earth Mm -hmm. and so a lot of people are going to get that um energy and drive to pursue their goals till they secure some bags like that's Taurus energy all Mm -hmm. day you know and with it being the sun in Taurus and the moon in Taurus that's going to be like highly emphasized um the only thing is and this is another reason why Pisces and Taurus go so well together. And me, and you talked about this before 
you asked me, he's like, why do they say, and when I read stuff, it says Tarzans are lazy. Yeah, <laughs> like we're not lazy. No, you're not lazy, but when you want to chill and relax and indulge in pleasure, you're going to do that. Mm-hmm. And a Pisces, we're all for that because Pisces are actually also known to be lazy too. And any <laughs> Taurus that I know, when we wanted to just chill in the house and eat popcorn and watch movies and put our feet up and, you know, hey, it's it's up. Let's do it. It's lit. <laughs> so. But so, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with resting because, like I said, at the end of the day, they still hustlers. They're yeah. still go getters. They're going to hit the ground running. And it's not even just getting money but it's securing bags like they're creating foundations of money that's gonna last that's Taurus energy you know it's interesting that you say that because this week um with my like with work period was very hard I had to have three hard conversations with three different people and Uh then um the one person that I need to talk to we kept missing each other so I'm like okay Mm. We'll, we'll get together. Like, I'm not worried. Like we'll, we'll have our time to talk, but, um, third by Thursday, it was so hard. Like it was the, the energy was so heavy and so burdensome for me. I, I literally was on burnout and I said, you know what? I can't, I, I put my out of office on and I didn't mm-hmm. answer any emails yesterday. And good. And knowing I was going, you know, on this trip, it was, it was also like, you know what, I really need to unplug from, from working because I want to, I want to be present here. You know what I'm saying? Um, Mm -hmm. But still understanding, like, you know, as an entrepreneur, we can't really completely unplug because there's things that come up that we have to, we have to handle. Right. Yeah. But I think it's, the the managing personalities and managing other people's emotions and other people's egos it took me for a loop this week and I was like I'm not doing this anymore like I'm unplugging and y'all can catch me next time because Mm -hmm. I don't have time to coddle anyone's person I can't I can't coddle your feelings if you're not taking into consideration the stuff that you're bringing to the table is, is heavy too. You know what I'm saying? I'm laughing because you sound like a Taurus right now. (laughs) 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 Because listen, a Taurus, when it comes to business and getting things done that we ain't got time. And the reason why I say we is because I have Taurus in my chart too. And it's it. My Mars is in Taurus and you know, Mars is your ambition. It's your business side. So mm-hmm. that's why I say we, we ain't got time for emotions and feelings and all of that. But I'm very they, emotional. Like I can yeah. be very emotional and I feel like I've come out of that. Like, mm-hmm. I, I think that a lot of people have taken my meekness and my kindness as a weakness. And mm-hmm. so it's like, oh no, I'm yeah. no, the mask is coming off. I'm about my coins and this is how we're going to do it because it's Friday. Okay. (laughs) In my Montel voice. Done. So we can go home and live our lives. Absolutely. So that way 
you're not bringing work home, you know, they, they, they're not going to understand that when they're not in their, in, in that position, you mm-hmm. know, they can't understand that position unless they're in that position. Mm-hmm. So they're not going to see the side of it where you're bringing more work to me. You're bringing double. They're not going to see that because they're not on that side, you know, mm-hmm. but, but to me, it's fine. If you're bringing the work, I don't mind it. Right. However, if the collaborative effort and the collaborations are unequal then mm-hmm. that's a problem mm-hmm. you know like I honestly a lot of the stuff like even this podcast right now I'm doing it for free like because it's a passion it's something that I it's a topic that I enjoy talking about but mm-hmm. at the end of the day like I do feel that there's a time in a season where it's it's like mm-hmm. okay no longer will you do this for free. Like the universe Mm -hmm. is going to open up and there's going to be an influx of blessings that come from it. And I want to be prepared for that. And so that's, that's my mentality on anything that I touch. Like, okay, is this something that is bringing me pleasure in a sense of, you know, not necessarily monetary. Like, do I enjoy working with this person? You know, if I enjoy working with this person, then it's going to be fun and we can make something out of it, you know, Mm -hmm. and the blessings are going to come. Like, I'm not trying to stifle any, any blessing that is, is on its way. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's, it still boils down to you're building the foundation. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? That's still an I relate to that and understand earth energy so well because I'm a four. I'm a life path number four. And that's equivalent to earth sign. Mm -hmm. So, and four is foundation, right? That's the number of foundation. So that means that you're building layers. Oh my gosh. Have you ever watched those YouTube videos of those little, um, I don't know. I don't want to say with like the wrong ethnicity, but those guys that, they go down in the ground and they dig up clay and they create like big pool pool oh the pools pools and like little living areas down there yeah as a life path number four you know that's a like the 22 that's a master builder watching that blows my mind because they have to consider everything they have to build the foundation first they got to get that sand and dirt out the way and then they take the dirt that they use from that and make clay with it and watch that you know you that because that is like layers you have to build layers Mm -hmm. to build the foundation of something that's going to last and that's with anything Mm -hmm. exactly I, I feel that I feel that the perception and and I'll just say this is in terms of like creators. I think the perception and I, who was I talking to about this? I was talking to one of my friends on Sunday because uh, we're both like into film and production and stuff too, right? And mm-hmm. you know, you you see someone and you think that they became an overnight sensation when really they've put in. 10, 15, 20 years before they ever caught a break. Right. And I think that's a part of the foundational building that you're talking about when it comes to creation. There's things that are not, not 
tangible when building a foundation, but in all things, you have to build that foundation in order for like what you just said, in order for it to last. Mm-hmm. Because right. if you start to if you start to build a wall and you don't have your concrete laid, the the wall is not going to stand up. Mm-hmm. Right. What that makes me think about is I used to um I used to watch that show Shark Tank a lot. I love Shark people, Tank. People, <laughs> that used to be my that used to be my show. And you notice anytime you can't just show up with an idea right? You have to have a prototype. <laughs> and not only do you have to have a prototype, but you have to have already made the sales mm-hmm. for them to see the demand. You know what I mean? And so this is your own money. <laughs> this is maybe donations, you know, volunteer. This is blood, sweat, and tw- tears, you know, stuff that you got to buy to build the foundation before you even catch the break. And Mm -hmm. they can't, they can't something, they can't even give you the break. They can't give it to you without having all of that already established so that they'll know when they invest in you to help you get this off the ground, you already have something to get off the ground. Mm -hmm. You know, that's what building the foundation is. And like I said, we understand this earth energy, me being a four and you being a Taurus. I need to find out what my... I need to find out what my life path number is. I'll I can do... tell you what it is right now. When's your birthday? May 15th, 1984. Oh, no way. Hold on. Let me recalculate to make sure this is right. <laughs> While you do that, I'm going to get another glass of wine. Okay. I need to go to the store and get me some. Oh my God. What am I? You're a 33, but the one I'm tripping about is every earth sign. No, everybody that I know that's a 33, they're all earth signs. Really? Yes, the my one of my most closest friends, she's a 33 and she's a Virgo. Oh wow. And, oh wow. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. And you know what? Since I've been in Florida, I've been seeing the number 33. Like my my yes. my my sister's husband had on a um I call I go between calling her my best friend and my sister. Um mm-hmm. but he had on a jersey that had number 33 on it today. Oh wow. That's your number. I guess one of my questions would be what what do we need? And I don't know if you can hear me very well. Um mm-hmm. one of my questions would be what energy, you know, going knowing that we're coming into an 11, what do we need to prepare for um for this month? So, I'm going to read off from my numerology book is called the numerology guidebook. Is she the same author who did the, um, the numerology cards? Michelle Buchanan. I don't know. I don't think she does cards. She might. I don't know. But this book, I use this for all things numerology. Mm -hmm. Um, so this is the energy of 11. 
Okay. And this is really just the one energy in general um, because May 1st is important. The first that's significant, you know, but the whole date of May 1st, 2021 <laughs> equals 11. And mm-hmm. then the new moon is going to be in Taurus on the 11th as well. So okay. the energy of that, the strengths of it would be inspiration, uplifting things. So this is a time when there's going to be a lot of things that's going to come into your life that's going to uplift you. It's going to make you feel a breath of fresh air. It's going to make take a lot of the weight from last month and last shift feel less heavy this time. Um, charisma is going to come from that energy. A lot of creative energy, which is so relevant because Taurus energy is all things creative. And that is because of Taurus's ruling planet, which is Venus. Venus is, they love anything beautiful, anything that you can make pretty, anything that you can create and make art in, you know, whatever way. That's Venus energy. That's Taurus energy. So they love creativity. It's so funny because um, I used to have a house full of earth signs. <laughs> a lot of people, it, it was a friend of mine and some people like friends of hers that ended up moving in with me because they had um, got kicked out of an Airbnb or something like that. But anyways, so the Taurus, this Virgo that I told you about, the 33, she was there. And then her Taurus guy friend, he was he would say he was like the child of some celebrities, big celebrities. And he would say stuff like, I don't want to talk about anything if it's not about art. <laughs> <laughs> and he would say it just like that. That's why I'm laughing. Because he would put on his little, his little I'm a celebrity kid sunglasses and be like, I don't want to talk. I don't want to have any conversation that's not about art. That's how he was. And that's Taurus energy all day long. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, but yeah, creative, inventive. Okay. And we was just talking about building foundations for your entrepreneurial endeavors. Mm-hmm. Um, compassion is a big, a big factor of the number 11 compassion. Um, your intuition. That's another thing too. Um, with me talking about the number 11 being that portal mm-hmm. um, and you're manifesting that's a, a portal is an open door. So this means that you can manifest whatever. And the thing about the universe is there is no good or bad. There is no, none of that. Mm-hmm. That's something that, that, you know, we put onto a lot of things because of ego, mm-hmm. but you're going to manifest, if your mind is focused on good things, you're going to manifest good things. If okay. your mind is focused on bad things, you're going to manifest bad things. And this is whether we know it or not. This is whether we're aware of it or not. Mm-hmm. Because 11 literally is a portal. So pay attention to your intuition and your thoughts and what you see. Um, the signs, the number 11 is a sign by itself. So if you're going to start, if you see 111, 10, 10, 11, 11, that's why. Because okay. the door is open to your manifesting powers. And this is everybody. 
Okay. And it's all and in then, how we choose to use it. Exactly. Right. And then um, this, <laughs> it says illuminating. And that's crazy because they, I just got to talking about that. This is going to be a moment of illumination. Mm-hmm. And that is clarity. That is things <laughs> that are going to all of a sudden make sense. There's things that you have a lot of questions about that answers are going to come to you, you know, and a lot of them are going to come to you intuitively. That's the thing. That's why we have to pay attention to the signs and we have to pay attention to our own thoughts because half the time our own thoughts is really our higher self telling us exactly what's what. Mm -hmm. (laughs) We just have to trust ourselves and trust that energy behind it, which is going to be light. It's accurate if it's light. If you don't feel anything good about it, if you don't feel anything bad about it, if you don't feel like it was influenced some type of way, then it's correct. So if this comes to you and you don't know where it came from, you don't know if it came from you or not, this is spirit speaking. And you need to listen to that and act on that. Okay. So, because like I said, the 11 is illumination. So it's showing us things that's right. It's things that we need to see. And it's things that we can use. Like you said, we can control it and modify it and manipulate it however we want to, to build those foundations. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm going to pause you right there because just in you talking about the number 11, which I see mm-hmm. the letter I, I in number 11, mm-hmm. I, I. You spouted out five I words. Intense. Yes. Intense, illumination, inspiration, inventive, and intuition. Wow. Wow. Mm -hmm. And then if you think of the word illumination, and, and the reason why I'm tripping on that word even being in this book, I never noticed that. (laughs) <laughs> I never know. That was just something I already knew about the mm-hmm. number 11. And it's right here in this book, illuminating. And I'm looking at the two L's in that too. And that's a portal. L, L. Okay. Yeah. Well, you, if you take the, if you take the Roman numeral, the Roman numeral mm-hmm. two, which is two eyes, it looks like number mm-hmm. 11, but yep. the number two means unity, right? It means union. Uh-huh. Un- unity, balance. The biggest thing for the number two is balance. Mm-hmm. Um, which, which, was, is- which was this week's affirmation. And Psalm 110. And you know what? <laughs> the number 11. Girl. The number 11. I'm a, I look, I'm going to show you. Hold <clears throat> on. The number 11 is... In numerology, it is the number two as well. Just like I said, you're a 33 slash six. You see that? 11 slash two. And then down there, oh, inspirational, uplifting, charismatic, creative, inventive, compassionate, intuitive, illuminating, insightful, and idealistic. Wow. Mm -hmm. Girl, this is, this is, oh, this is good. This, this right here. Come on, May. I am ready. <laughs> I'm going to read off some of the um, things to watch out for just okay. because, of course, that's important as well. 
because um, some of the weaknesses of the number 11 would be, and this is kind of crazy because we were just talking about the number nine and it being intense. Mm-hmm. That's also a factor of number 11, but that doesn't necessarily mean intense in a scary or bad way. It's just significant. It's a big deal. It's mm-hmm. um, something that's not going to be anything that you want to take lightly. You know what I mean? So intensity, um, the number 11 could, (laughs) it could attract some dishonest people to you. And I'm thinking about some number 11s that I know, lifetime number 11s. (laughs) And they can have some um, dishonest and manipulating ways. Mm -hmm. And um And then there's a lot of obsessive energy that comes from the number 11. So don't go overboard, like obsessing over these things, you know, and that can happen too, especially when we're getting a lot of signs and synchronicities from the universe. Sometimes it's overwhelming, you Mm -hmm. know what I mean? And it it makes us actually overanalyze every little thing. Um, Yeah, it can be exhaustive. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it says unrealistic, self-destruction, lazy. We just talked about that. <laughs> and that goes so well with, you know, the Taurus energy. And um, but like I said, these are just things that we're prone to being under the number 11 energy. That doesn't mean that we're lazy. That doesn't mean that we're going to be. We're just prone to that because a lot of the energy that comes from 11 is mental. And and I say that because like a life path number seven, Mm -hmm. sevens and 11s are very spiritual people, but sevens, they are spirituality. Everything about them, they embody it. They are spirituality. Mm -hmm. 11s, they understand spirituality. They have the mental intellect of spirit. So that's the difference between those two when it comes to spirituality. And one of the things this book just pointed out in uh, the life lessons, it's a list of life lessons that we can take from 11 energy. And Mm -hmm. it says to merge. And we were just talking about this. This whole conversation basically is summed up in this life lesson right here which is to merge the material and spiritual worlds. Mm. That's way too accurate for us to, you know what I mean? Basically have been talking about those two things, this whole podcast. Um, So that's a life lesson that we can take from this is to merge the two things because of the Taurus energy. That's the material. That's the money. That's the groundwork. That's the foundation of building whatever. Mm-hmm. And then the spiritual world, which means that we can't forget about that part of it. And this says the life lesson is to merge those two things. Mercy, mercy. So, you know, it's interesting because I was just talking to my husband the other night, um, you know, with with the whole situation that's going on with our house and mm-hmm. um, just how you gave the analogy on water in the beginning of this conversation, 
I basically gave him a pep talk on water in the ocean and how I felt that we're coming up on a wave. So right now the ocean, you look out in the, in the, in the horizon and it looks like it's calm, but that wave Mm -hmm. and that current is building up and it's building Mm up. And pretty soon we're going to see this wave emerge from the the surface of the ocean. And once it comes up, we're going to see how massive it really is. And once it comes back down into the water and it, Mm -hmm. by the time it reaches the shore that it's limitless. So why Mm -hmm. are we worried about the house? Why are we worried about the the money situation we are just as limitless as god because god created us to be limitless right Right. Mm -hmm. and thinking on merging the material and this you know the material with the spiritual it takes me into the the thought process of we we have to we have to find that that sweet spot where we can operate in the spiritual to be able to discern what's happening in the material, in the, in everything. Right. Right. Yeah. And discerning that is the intuition Mm -hmm. that I spoke of about the number 11, that that's, that's discernment right there by itself is your intuition. So we have to just pay more attention to it. Because again, this is this this is information because 11 is the number of illumination. So we're going to get information. We're going to get insight. We're going to get the synchronicities, the signs. But it's up to us <laughs> to put those pieces together and use what you need to use to build a foundation. I can't stress that part enough because, you know, we can do a podcast every year and I mean, every year. <laughs> every month we can do a podcast every day and it could be forgotten about when the next one comes out but what we're doing is we're laying down spiritual information and downloads that is going to make a difference in how we get to our future how we get to whatever is coming ahead if we already lay down these foundations and create this prototype of what we're trying to build and that's mentally and spiritually emotionally you know, when we do that, we are better prepared for whatever is coming, you know, mm-hmm. for the next shifts. Because after that, new moon, full moon, all of that that just happened, <sighs> we need to take that and use it. You know, a lot of people are worn out from it and just felt like they just got beat up by it. But if we really take from it mm-hmm. and use it, because that's the whole point of Scorpio energy bringing things up from the bottom to the surface so that we can see it so that it's illuminated that's the number 11 Mm -hmm. so that we can see it and resolve it whatever Mm -hmm. that may be and once you're able to clear out whatever that is that's no longer serving us then we can build that foundation in that same spot you don't have to you know change who you are you don't have to change your whole life you don't have to make you know, impulsive decisions based on these emotions that we just went through. No, just take it, look at it, see what it is that we can get from it 
to clear out crap <laughs> that's blocking us and hindering us. And once that's cleared out, then we have all the space in the world to build the foundation we need to, you know, last us to get to our greatest good, our highest self. Amen. So um, last, last thing I want to want to discuss before we close out this episode is um, the, the full moon that's coming up towards the end of May. Um, it's going to be a super moon actually on May 26th. So yeah. what, what do you think we need to do in order to prepare for that? Because here's the thing. I'm in so many spiritual groups now on social media. It's not even funny. And this last full moon that we just came out of that, that, that was super, a super moon, super pink yeah. moon. It yeah. was so many people talking about what they were manifesting and, and the things that they were, were releasing and all kinds of stuff. And then people, the same individuals were posting about like, oh my God, this has been a rough week. Like everyone, it was like, we all went through a rough week together. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So as a you, collective. What do you think that we should be prepared for, for the next super moon on the 26th? Um, I believe it's going to be in Aries. I'm trying to confirm that because I had looked that up. I think it was Aries. Uh, May 26th. Oh, Sagittarius. Okay, I knew it was fire. Oh, the the full moon, the super moon is in Sagittarius? Yeah. Oh, Lord yeah. Jesus. <laughs> I, knew, I knew it was fire. I'm, I'm, gl- I'm glad it's that and not uh, Aries. <laughs> okay. Yeah, Sagittarius, energy. That's, that's a good thing. Um, because of Jupiter, I don't know where Jupiter is going to be positioned mm-hmm. on that day, but I know that Jupiter is one of Sagittarius's ruling planet and Jupiter expands things. It makes whatever is there bigger. And that's what a full moon does anyway. And of course, that's what a super moon does times that. <laughs> mm-hmm. So whatever, you know what? I'm really glad that you brought that up because that's important now. It's even more important for us to lay down these foundations truly so that when whatever whatever we lay down is going to be expanded when that full moon comes. And um, like I said, that's good or bad. Because either way, this is Jupiter. Like I said, I don't know where Jupiter is positioned on that day, but if and it's supposed to be an eclipse is it an eclipse too yeah girl i don't know if i'm ready for this because i'm gonna be total lunar eclipse oh my goodness (laughs) (laughs) oh man i gotta research that real deep because that's both for our moon anyway (laughs) i know wow i just calculated what the numer the numerology day like number is going to be for that full moon mm-hmm. and it's nine again get the fudge out of here <laughs> because it, it breaks down to 18 so that's nine so it's going to be intense 
Oh my god! Again, it's gonna end some things. It's gonna transform. So you want me to do a card or two? For- yes, ma'am. Let's go on and um, let's go on and do our tarot, and then we'll close this baby out for tonight. You see, I just roll with spirit. When when spirit tell me to start shuffling, I I just pick them up. That's why I love you. Like these these episodes, like they're getting good. <laughs> like, <laughs> yes, because it's needed. It's needed. We all need to talk about this stuff. So my because, boo over uh, here lighting her Palo Santo. Okay. I need to, oh, I should have did that before I even started shuffling anything. It's okay. You cleansed. She, that's why she was lighting it. Thank you, sis. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you see? That's, intu- that's that intuitive energy. Yes. <laughs> I love it. Oh, it does smell so good. Don't you just love the smell of Palo Alto sage? All of it. I love. You know, what? I I typically just burn sage. I have a couple of sticks of. The first part, well, not now, but when I burned it, it was the first time I burned it, and I was like, "That was so." Yeah, it masculine. smells. <laughs> it smells good. Wow, this came out again. Oh no, what's that, that one? Meant to come out. The world. It came out and. The way it fell out, I wasn't sure if it fell out because I dropped it or if it was meant to come out. And every time that happens, the card, if it, I always say if it was meant to come out, it'll come out again. And it did. So. Um, oh, by the way, you like you like my faux locks? I don't know. If yeah, you they're see cute. I th- girl, I thought they was real locks at first. <laughs> <laughs> and I was so hyped on the inside. I was like, oh, she liked her hair, but I wasn't sure. So I'm testing it. I'm, I'm testing it. It looks I'm, I'm, good. Cause I, I tried to do sister locks. Well, technically they weren't, they weren't, they couldn't be considered sister locks because they were too big. But mm-hmm. the pattern that my loctician used was for sister locks. And I did it in 2018. And then I, I became like self-conscious about them because of the work that I was doing at the time. So I ended mm-hmm. up taking them out, but I wore them for a good five months and they look good. And then I took them out. <laughs> That's okay. I did that with my daughter, my um, second daughter. My oldest, she's locked. But my middle baby, she has soft, fine, mixed people hair. I don't know where she get it from. But <laughs> uh, I didn't know that with hair. So hers never would stay. And I got so frustrated that I took it down. And I didn't know that for hair like that, fine hair, you're supposed to interlock them. And I didn't know that. That's what you should do with Kai. Interlock it. So I took him down. Only two weeks. Like he did, like I didn't even. Yeah, but you did the twist method. Right. But if you twist and interlock, then twist, you you might, Mm -hmm. you might make it work. I I doubt that if if I'd have waited four weeks, it would have locked up. It's just, I couldn't. See, that was me. That was me. I was like, I can't. (laughs) I can't. And I took it down. And then I found that out after that for her type of hair, you if you interlock them, it'll stay. And I'm like, well, damn. I, y'all could have told me that before <laughs> I took them down. Hey, puppy. This is Gracie. <laughs> Gracie is a Jack Russell Terrier mix. She's a pretty big dog, actually. I'm a fur baby lover. And I don't care if they're 10 years old. I call them puppies. 
I'm thinking about going to give me another Pomeranian and just take it everywhere yeah, with me. I'm not going to get the. No. Olivier doesn't want a Rottweiler. And I think that the kids will because win. The kids are too small. No, he's, he said he was bitten by one. So. Candy was too. So he's scared of them. They had to put that dog down. Who is texting mm. me? Had to get stitches real fast. Yeah. You know how um, I love Rottweilers. Yeah, I do too. I do too. But Anais has actually been wanting a husky. Oh, God. So girl. I'm like, listen. You have to know what you're in for before you get that dog. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because, because they shed. Like, yes. Not just that, but they're very vocal. Yeah, they, they, they cry. She's vocal. But huskies are 10 times worse. I, you know what? I would rather do a golden retriever the dog. Uh, over a husky. It's a very good dog. And, it, you know, it, it gets warm in California. I don't mm-hmm. think you want a husky in Cali. Like, I see the parent owner. I had dogs. one in California. Uh, he was he was a husky shepherd mix. Mm-hmm. And I think I feel so like he was. in San, San Diego. Oh, yeah? yeah. But we never and, met. Well, <laughs> where, I, where I just moved from was Riverside. I was in Lake Elsinore. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. Well, yeah. Lake Elsinore is hot as hell, girl. Well, we didn't have that dog then no more when we was, by the time we moved there. Because you were still, in Oceanside San or San, San Juan Capistrano for a while, and it's cool over there. Yeah. yeah, Oceanside. That's where we was at when we had that dog. But okay. he still he still seemed miserable. <laughs> like, it was too hot for him. Yeah, he was miserable. He was. So I pulled more than one. I pulled three. Just okay. you know, out of habit. But I'm gonna I'm gonna just for the podcast, I'm gonna do the world because like I said, that's the one that came out twice and okay. it was by itself and it came out again and it's Earth Park. So um and this is Earth too. Yo, girl, when it comes to readings. <laughs> Your girl got the magic touch. Okay. I know you got the Midas touch. Look at you all gold and stuff. <laughs> this is the theme. Everything I touch turns to gold. Hey. I like that. <laughs> I like that, honey. And your soul. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I've never heard that. Hmm. You never heard that song? Oh my goodness! You know what? (laughs) I have a I have a playlist of songs that I'm an old soul too, and I've never heard that. Ebony, you (laughs) I'm surprised you ain't heard that for real. I have a playlist of songs, so that's on that playlist. Um, the other one is I wanna be rich. Oh, 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 oh. I wanna be rich. And then oh. um, living my life like it's golden. Living my life like it's golden. Oh, that's my girl, jam that's, right there. That song get on my damn nerves. <laughs> <laughs> Every time I hear it, I be like, oh. California. Seriously? <laughs> yeah, like those. That's the time of my life when I lived in California. So certain songs remind me of living in California. That's one, and so is Fresh Prince's Summertime. Summer, summer, <laughs> summertime. Hey. Y'all, y'all gonna make me come back. <laughs> I to. Come on, Shaya. We got you, boo. I want to. I want to so bad. It's just, it's like, I, I'm by myself now. 
Hold on a second. But you limitless, boo. And this next moon is meant the portal is open just for you, boo. You right. You right. Go on and manifest that thing. You want to be back in California? Let's make it happen. I do. I really do. Move back to Louisiana. Okay. Help me. Help a sister out. Help me get some money. Uh, like you Tauruses be getting, so I can survive <laughs> there. All right. Let me go on and make it rain a little bit. Yeah. You know <laughs> good. Now show me how to get it. Show me how to get it, so I can survive without you know my ex. But anyways, that's a story for another day. So the card. <laughs> yes. So we have the world card. This card okay. came out twice. The first time it came out all by itself. Mm-hmm. And then I pulled three cards and the third card, it came out again. And turns out that it is an earth card. The world's mm-hmm. element is earth. Okay. The Hebrew letter for it, and I'm just saying this because it's, it's interesting that the alignment is crazy. The Hebrew letter is T-A-V, and you know, in Hebrew, V is technically U, so it's T-A-U, like Taurus. Isn't that interesting? Anyways, um, so <laughs> it's crazy because this card is the card of completion. It's the card of success, reward, and joy. So, okay, success and reward, that means that some people, a lot of people are probably also going to be seeing the numbers 9-11 together a lot, mm-hmm. not just 11-11, which 9-11, if you add it all together, that's 11 still. Um, but the reason why that's important, 9 and 11, first of all, 9 was the number we just got to talking about so much for this May, I mean, April shift that happened. And then 11 is what it's leading us into Um, with why (laughs) it only makes sense of why this podcast, I put a lot of emphasis on that and the numerological value of this month's energy. So both nine and 11, that wasn't a coincidence because this card is saying completion, that's nine, success and reward, that's the eleven. And the reason why that's so crazy to me right now, because a lot of people, when they see 9-11, they'll message me or inbox me or whatever. And they'll be like, oh, my God, I'm seeing that number. Is that bad? They think because of 9-1-1. Emergency. Yeah. <laughs> they think it's an emergency. But that's one of the best number sequences that you can see because it's literally sh- telling you that you completed something. Nine is completion of any set phase cycle or process and then 11 is manifestation that's reward that is joy so a lot of times when you see 9 11 that means you're go- you're getting a reward you're getting the result of completing whatever phase that was that ended okay. so and you know and that's just because this says this card, the world card is completion, success, reward, and joy. And we just got through talking about the number 11. And anytime anyone ever sees 9-11, that's what I tell them. That means the completion, completion of something. And the result of completing that is a reward. So 
because this card has presented itself. Now I know that a lot of people are probably also seeing 9-11 too, not just 11-11 and 1-11 and 10-10. So there's that. <laughs> and then, um, I mean, that's really the gist of it. It's <laughs> triumph, completion, reward for your efforts. And this book, it says, and for this reason, the world is one of the most welcome cards in a reading. Wow. <laughs> it, it denotes deep joy and happiness. And now you can really feel your deserved success. You hear this, cherished projects fly. Listen, cherished projects. And that's crazy because you were just talking about your passion. You do this because you enjoy it. So it didn't just say projects. It said cherished projects. Listen. It says cherished projects fly as your commitment and dedication pays off. Life feels balanced too as work relationships, finances, and domestic affairs run smoothly. So, okay. Anyone who hears this and feels like they disagree and they're like, I don't feel like my life is balanced right now. I don't feel like my relationships are working. I don't feel like my finances or my domestic affairs are running smoothly. <laughs> so we have to think about the number nine that I just talked about. And like I said, it's a process mm -hmm. and these shifts takes time. Like I said, the, the uh, results of it is not like instant you know, unless you put some magic to it, then you can make it instant. But if you're not doing that, then sometimes it takes time for these things to play out, you know. And then as far as the number nine, a lot of times if people are seeing nines and 11s, I tell them, because the number nine does represent a process, I like to tell them this process is either completed or is in the process of completing. Mm hmm. So which makes sense to me. Girl, this is so fire. Oh, my gosh. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like super stoked right now. But yeah, so um, the gist of this card basically is the reward after putting in the work to complete something. Okay. And like I said, that could be emotional. It could be mental. It could be actually something physical. It could be spiritual work that you've been doing. And this, this is, this applies to everybody. Mm -hmm. So, but yeah, that is, I mean, this card literally just summed up this whole podcast. <laughs> it talked about the number, well, I'm pointing out the number nine because it says completion. This book is just strictly about tarot. Got so it. There's nothing in here about numbers, but it says completion. That's nine success reward. That's 11. And that's literally what I tell people if they're seeing nine eleven. And okay. we just got through talking about the number nine for last month and the number eleven for this month. So it all goes together so beautifully. It's so aligned and it's so divine. And I'm thankful for this experience. I love you. And I love I you, y'all, for chilling with me. And yeah. <laughs> Well, girl, thank you so much. This this episode right here is fire. 
Yes, yes. I was ready for this one. When you when you hit me up early in the week, you was like, I'm ready, sis. This yes, please. I was was so ready. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I was so ready because I'm like, there was so much to talk about from last month and the way it shifts into this month. I was like, oh my God, I got so much to talk about. Yeah, yeah. Well, thank you so much for for our May forecast. Yes, ma'am. Thank you for having me. And and um, just real quick, tell everybody where they can find you. Um, so I'm Shay Young on Facebook. It's very simple. S H A Y Y O U N G. That's me. If there's a lot of Shay Youngs that pop up, I'm sure they can find me through your page. <laughs> so pretty soon they can find you at Shay Yeah the Indigo. Yes, absolutely. I will get that up and running ASAP. I've been slacking. Okay, well, I'm not going to make you slack anymore. I'm not going to let you slack anymore. Be on my butt. I need it. Okay. Thank you all so much for tuning in to this month's forecast report with Shaya the Indigo. We hope that you can take this information and create your best life on this part of your journey. Be sure to like, share, and subscribe to The Metaspiritualist on Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, iHeartRadio app, and Podbean. Also, be sure to follow us on Facebook. Until next time, we hope that you and your loved ones are blessed, highly favored, and at peace.